You're listening to Commissioning Conversations, the podcast brought to you by Broadcast Intelligence. Hi, and welcome to Commissioning Conversations. I'm Alice Redman. And I'm Heather Fallon. And we are both reporters and researchers for Commissioner Index. This week, we have an exciting factual entertainment special with our subscribers, South Shore. So listen in to find out more about the genre from Melanie Leach and Andrew McKenzie. Hi, Alice. We're back. And I was so thrilled to speak with this week's guests. They're relatively new to the scene, but they've been doing some really great work in factual entertainment. Yeah, it was so great chatting to South Shore. Obviously, you know, Andrew and Mel are industry veterans, but the company themselves are new and they've managed to just do so much great stuff in the past year that they've been, well, year and a bit that they've been around. It was great chatting to them and getting an overview of the genre and also kind of what they're up to at the moment. Yeah, they're both super lovely. So hopefully everyone will enjoy. And for those of you who are interested in learning a little bit more about Factent, our report, The Future of Factual Entertainment, is still available at Broadcast Intel dot com just for a cheeky plug it was a great one to produce really that report and we spoke to bbc itv channel 4 uk tv sky amazon and netflix big list there to kind of really take the temperature of the genre kind of this time last year yeah definitely and although it did come out late last year i think there's a lot of very valuable information there's pitching information we looked at trends across the industry uh, what we're expecting to happen now and in the future, as as so said in the title, Future of Actual Entertainment. <laughs> so it's definitely still worth a read, even if we do mention coronavirus quite a bit. Yes, because obviously at the time we had no idea what the future held, but now it's looking likely that we will be free in a matter of two weeks. Um, we're recording this on Monday the 5th, so two weeks today. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's exciting uh, times. Let's bring Andrew and Mel in to speak to them. So, hi both, and welcome to the podcast. We'll be taking a look at factual entertainment commissioning today with you guys. So it's really nice to have you both with us. Hi, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. I mean, so let's. We might start as I'll start at the beginning, which actually wasn't that long ago, only October 2019 when you set up and then you had your first commission announced in January 2020, which was the Freddie Flintoff one. So how has the past year or so and a bit being an indie been? Eventful. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure launching a brand new indie eight weeks before a pandemic would have been <laughs> the wisest choice had we known what was coming, but um you know, we were in the same bed as everybody else and you've just got to get on with it, haven't you? Yeah, the first, you know, we, 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 we were used to running a company that was very busy and large mm. and suddenly we were in a situation of lockdown where we had one hour of television and, um, you know, our grand plans in our mind of what we were going to do were completely changed, as, as was everybody's. But, um, you know, and we lost a load of work, which we'd won, um, and that was painful. But we really quickly took a decision that you know we were a small company and uh, there were benefits to being a small company and that we didn't have an enormous overhead and we weren't distracted by having to furlough a load of people and uh, work out what we were doing with large big projects because we didn't have any projects and the ones we had were taken away from us so the one thing we could do 
um, because we were really, we have a really good development team, was knuckle down and come up with some ideas. And that's sort of what we did for a large period yeah, of, of six months, probably. Yeah, we made one lockdown show, which we really enjoyed uh, with Joel Domit, Bright TV 2, which was a really healthy distraction during those kind of really tough times when everyone was wondering what, what everyone was going to do. Uh, and it was, it was fun to look at the kind of brighter side of life and try and make people um, laugh when it was very dark times. But apart from that, we just knuckled down and decided, look, let's decide what we want to make. Uh, they're not asking for it now, but let's decide what we want to do and we did do that and we, we we you know the result of that six months on was a was a little rally of green lights at the beginning of this year which was rewarding for for, for the team and but you know not without its um scary moments on the way yeah yeah I mean I think you guys are smashing it you've got some good solid commissions under the belt and as we're kind of focusing on fact end today uh we'd really like to get you guys's view on what the current state of the genre is and how it's faring kind of what direction you think it's going in it feels pretty healthy to me i think and you know it's it's always the thing that we're asked for isn't it it's, it's a perennial it's never going away you know every channel wants a, a new fact end proposition to play at nine o'clock um you know across the board and the good thing about that is that you can kind of you know if you focus on them you can develop them and a good idea can sit on, on any of those platforms, really. So, you know, a show like Race Across the World, which is probably one of the best examples of, you know, a big fact and smash hit that's landed in the last couple of years. It's a brilliant show. It's going to live brilliantly on BBC One, but it could equally, you know, landed on BBC Two really well. It could have been on Channel Four. It could, could have lived on ITV. That's the great thing about those really big juggernaut fact and shows. You know, Gogglebox is another one, you know, a brilliant, brilliant piece of fact and tell you they could sit anywhere. And I think... For us, that's really important because those are the types of shows that we want to create. That's a big focus for us at Sadshore. Yeah, I think Fact Ten is a like remarkably resilient genre. That's definitely what we found when we were looking at the genre last year when we were kind of analysing the state of each of the genres. Fact Ten always managed to stay quite resilient. And also it was something that everyone really wanted to see because it was a really kind of... Hmm. escapist happy genre that people could sit back and relax to after watching the news yeah and I think what I really always notice about fact tent is that it's very adaptable to what's kind of going on you know when things are bleak you can make uplifting fact and when there's a call for things that need to be a bit more focused on societal issues you can make kind of a I was going to say a darker fact, but you know what I mean? Kind of like a, you can do different takes and different shades within the genre because there's so much I mean we noticed you know throughout the past year or so there's a lot of celebrity-led mental health journeys and a lot of things about life improvement home improvement you know how to sort out your finances and I think all of that is kind of resonating with both audiences and commissioners and I I, I you know we noticed those trends as well I think I was talking to commission yesterday saying a lot of the trends for kind of celeb-led things and uh, DIY was largely um, by, the, by what you could film as well Mm. Um, you know, you couldn't do fact, international fact end anymore. You know, we've not seen another series of Race Across the World yet um, because you can't make it. Um, and uh, but everybody was doing the property, um, and and that was that's been reflected in a, a, a bunch of commissioning as well. And 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 it's reflective, obviously, of the property market. Was fact end is always about representing contemporary issues, isn't it? In 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 a kind of entertaining way. And the property market is going nuts at the moment. And uh, people will want to see that reflected. And we're spending a lot, long, a long time in our homes. I mean, the trick 
you know, there is that thing. I heard somebody talking about um, Hollywood as well, about how uh, there was a spate of sort of, when in, in the 90s there was a spate of um, sort of disaster movies because life was needed needed excitement because it was sort of quite kind of calm. And now we've got the reverse of that now. We've got enough drama in real life and we want and people want, want kind to of escape to Devon and Cornwall um, <laughs> and uh, so um, you know that's reflected in sort of more passive television I think our job now is to work out you know hopefully fingers crossed with coming out of you know third wave of whatever this thing we're calling is now and, and we all need to work out what everybody wants on telly in 12 months time. I think that mm. desire for escapism as well is reflected in the way that talent are being used in fact in a slightly different way there's a lot more you know, comedians are being used a lot more on fact and formats now, which I think is a really interesting, um, you know, evolution. So seeing, you know, the stuff that Joe Lysett's doing or Tom Allen or, you know, putting Alan Carr on Interior Design Masters, totally transformed that show, um, you know, and made it into something that just feels very, very warm and, you know, a fun place to be. Yeah, definitely. I remember talking to um, Catherine Catton not too long ago and she said um, that she would never nowadays commission a show like Trini and Susanna because that feels kind of harsh, like the way that they would discuss like how to look sexier or how to look good was always in quite a negative context, whereas now shows are looking to really spin on the positive and like how you can embrace yourself and how and, you know, body positivity. Whereas I think five, ten years ago, the the stance and the kind of way into a show was very different. Yeah, I think that I don't know if you saw the Stacey Solomon uh, pilot on BBC One that's gone to series now, which sort your life out. out. Yeah. I thought was just a brilliant, brilliant example of what you've just described. You know, Stacey is a piece of talent in that is wonderful. She's so believable and she's so genuine and she's so in it. And you can sort of see she's so overjoyed by the process of tidying up that you feel overjoyed as a viewer going on that journey with her. And, you know, I think that's a really great example. I think that will land really well that series when it comes because it feels like a really brilliant modern reinvention of life laundry. And Kind of moving on to kind of more of an SVOD look. I mean, Fact N obviously hasn't been the staple of your Netflix and your Amazons and things like that, but now it's starting to really kind of emerge and, you know, it's it's out there. They're putting strategies out there. They're briefing for it. And I mean, I wanted to know your opinion because you've worked with linear channels predominantly thus far. Are you looking at the SVODs? Are you thinking they're a good place to take content in that vein? Yeah, I mean... Look, we've got certain types of shows that we want to make. We centre on uh, sort of entertainment shows and, doc- you know, high-end documentaries mm-hmm. and then, and then fact tent in the middle. There are sort of three planks of what, what we want to make. Um, you know, we'll, we have discussions with, you know, the, the linear um, uh, British channels, uh, the SVODs and American networks. You know, people tend to forget the American networks are still yeah. there. And they're really exciting and they've still got big checkbooks. And often the rights position is a lot better than going to an SVOD. So... Um, so, yeah, no, we'll continue those. I mean, we haven't got much with the SVODs at the moment. Our primary, I always find, you know, it's about personal relationships, this rather than a broadcaster. Um, you know, we our best relationships are with people at the BBC and ITV and Channel 4 um, and Sky um, and and some of the American networks. And those are the, those are the primary focus for us at the moment. Um, we're really enjoying talking to Discovery Plus at the moment. There's some exciting stuff going on there. They've got a you know, brand new brief, and it really feels like they're coming on with real ambition. 
think that's interesting. You know, um, uh, you know, Netflix, Amazon. You know, yeah, we have conversations with them. Not, not. I'll be massively honest with you. Not with an enormous amount of success. <laughs> so there we go. We'll keep banging on the door. If they want to work with us, they know where we are. I'd love to ask you guys about your debut commission. Freddie Flintoff on Bulimia um it was a really good commission and it kind of touches on a lot of some of the things that we've been talking about in terms of celebrity fronted documentaries and we'd love to know more about how you got that idea from initial idea and development all the way to green light if possible yeah of course I mean it was Freddie's idea um, and it was something that he'd been thinking about making for a really long time we knew Freddie we had a personal relationship with him and uh, I was at uh, an event um, and ended up having sitting next to him at dinner. And he said, I think now's the time that I'm ready to actually go and make this film. You know, can I come and make it with you? Um, which was a fantastic thing for us. Um, a really great commission for us to start the company with and something that we feel, I think, immensely proud of. Yeah, really good team. Uh, it's a guy called Leo Burley, who's the director on it, and uh, a producer called Charlie Melville, who made it with incredible sensitivity you know uh, he's one of those films that he started and he didn't really know what the journey was it's quite a lot of those obviously celeb-led docs um most of them deal with a sort of past tense narrative but this was active and it you know to a certain extent it still is active with with um fred um and so you need to deal with that in a really delicate way you know and um so because you, you don't want to leave him in a worse place than he than he was when he you know, he'd never ever talked to anybody about it no, or any experts and he'd never met anybody else that was dealing with it and so that's that's a that's a real responsibility to take mm-hmm. on you know he gave all of himself which is you know requires quite a commitment yeah it's a lot of bravery isn't it and kind of you know staying in the development development world you are commissioner index subscribers so if you would allow us a small plug um just wanted to know how you use ci and how how you use it for development or for ideas or for things like that yeah i mean it's obviously a really really useful tool when we want to um look up commissions that somebody's heard about and we want a bit more detail on them or if we're um you know going into a pitch uh, and we want to remind ourselves what the latest things are that that particular commissioner has you know bought over the course of the last 12 months it's fantastic for that um, it's also really helpful um, in terms of kind of international, keeping us across what's happening outside of the UK. So, yeah, we find it really, really useful. Thank you. Good to hear. <laughs> okay. So um, another kind of question that I had for you guys was when you guys launched, you were backed by ITV Studios. So I was wondering if you could talk about the impact that that had in terms of your security when starting out, especially during a pandemic and how you guys are finding things now? Of course. I mean, we have obviously had a long-standing relationship with ITV because, uh, you know, 2.4 was, um, you know, purchased by ITV and we were there with them, um, you know, for many years. So when it came to uh, time for us to branch out, I think, you know, it was really important to us that we uh, took investment from somebody that we knew and trusted and that we knew were going to back us through you know the bad times as well as the good because it's a bumpy business running a production company and you know you have good years and you have bad years and our experience of ITV has always been nothing but positive they're a fantastic partner they completely understand obviously our business and our industry unlike you know a lot of the venture um, you know equity houses that we could have you know partnered with 
and uh, we have a lot of respect for the people who run it. Um, so it's, they're they're a great great pairing for us, really. I would say we had a good look around. We had a few chats with other people, um, but ultimately, um, you know, all the all, all the sort of the paperwork of it all seems very very similar, and it, you sort of think, well, it's got to be about who you want to be sat in a board meeting with, and and, and Julian Bellamy, in my experience, is about as good as they come for sort of having you back and supporting you and also having a knowledge of the industry from virtually every angle that can add you know add value so you've kind of conquered a commission with each of the PSBs now and you've got an office set up in Wales so I just wondered what's next for South Shore well we are only just started I mean it's <laughs> you're off to a flying start though you you feel that um it's you know I think if you look at the um, successful launches of, of, of companies, lots, lots of companies win work. We've got to deliver work now and it's got to be brilliant and people have got to love it. And it's hopefully some of it has got to return. Um, we need some hits, which is uh, even harder than getting the commissions. Uh, so um, maybe we should do this in a year's time and we can work out if any of the work, see if you still think we're flying. <laughs> we'll schedule you in for a recap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's early stages. We're really enjoying it. We wanted to work. We wanted. We've enjoyed every step of it so far. The reason we did it is because we'd never done it before. You know, we'd run mm. a big company, but it wasn't ours. We'd never done something from nothing. And the moment we walked into a uh, an office and there was a photocopier and you know the six of us, uh, it was frightening but thrilling. And we thought this is great. This is great. We've got. We're gonna. We're gonna build it literally from nothing. And it might go wrong, but what the hell let's give it a go and um so we are but we're you know we're two steps up the ladder we don't feel we still <laughs> feel like we are very young and very, and, and very new and still learning loads and and it, and, it, and it's thrilling it's you know we've got a new mm. of enthusiasm and energy and excitement for the industry because we're seeing it from a different perspective one we've never experienced before mm. yeah it all sounds like a really exciting time for you guys yeah, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. Thanks for having us. If you're interested in coming onto the podcast to chat with us, or if you want any more information about becoming a member of Commissioner Index, we'd love to speak to you. So drop us a line at info at broadcastintel.com or you can chat with one of us at firstname.lastname at broadcastnow.co.uk. Yep, and we are obviously Alice Redman and Heather Fallon. And please do email us because I really enjoy enjoy it when people drop us a line for questions and things like that. Um, yeah, but we'll we be back. We do love a chat, as you can tell by the fact that we love this podcast. Um, but we will be back soon with more. Um, hopefully, we'll be back into a regular schedule for a few weeks. So yeah, until then, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with another podcast, but in the meantime, be sure to check us out and all the latest commissioning briefs and programme green lights at broadcastintel.com. Bye.